Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories for Kids. Tonight we're going to do an episode taking place on the dinosaur planet. This one's going to be called Dragons Across the Stars. Don't forget, if you like the episode, be sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you or your kids have an idea for a story, you can write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. Or you can go to the link below to submit a story on the Google form. But before we get started, just a short pause for a possible word from our sponsors. And we're back. So just like usual, it's time to get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up in bed you get up and stretch and look around. You're standing in your bedroom. Spaceship, who's currently the size of a toy, flies up beside you. What would you like to do today? Spaceship asks. Uh, I don't know. Why don't we head over to the dinosaur planet? Haven't been there in a while. That is an excellent idea. You and Spaceship leave the house and walk outside where there's enough room for Spaceship to grow larger and larger until he's the size and shape of a full-size ship. The back hatch opens up and you climb aboard. You head straight up to the front where there's a control center and sit down in the pilot's seat. You grab a hold of the steering wheel and press forward just a little bit on the throttle causing the spaceship to lift up off the ground. You turn the spaceship towards the shed that you built in front of your house to house the portal. The doors to the shed automatically open, revealing a huge portal of some kind that you know lets you go to any planet you've been to before. The portal lights up a bright blue color, and you and spaceship fly straight towards it. Once you get close enough, the ship kind of gets sucked in and almost squeezed together to fit through the portal. You find yourself floating through a multicolored tunnel, swerving left and right and up and down until you come to the other side. As you exit the portal, you see yourself in the center of the dinosaur base on the dinosaur planet surrounded by huge laser walls. But today, you feel like getting right to exploring. You land the spaceship in its normal parking spot and you head over to the dinosaur ranch. The dinosaur ranch is a little place you have full of all sorts of dinosaurs, all of them tamed and ready to ride on. The entrance to the ranch is a large barn. You open up the barn doors and walk inside. You look out the other side of the barn at all of the different dinosaurs and think about which one you want to take out today. You decide you feel kind of like going quickly today, so you grab a velociraptor and bring it into the barn. You grab one of the saddles hanging on the side of the barn and throw it over top of the dinosaur. A latch on the bottom of the saddle automatically clips on and tightens to the perfect fit. You put your foot in one of the stirrups, swing your leg over the other side of the dinosaur, and give it a little nudge. The dinosaur gently trots to the outside of the barn and the doors open up, closing behind you as you walk through. You walk through the dinosaur base out towards the dinosaur gates. The dinosaur gates, which are made entirely out of laser, shut off as you get near to them. You walk through and out into a huge dinosaur jungle. You give the velociraptor a little kick as you pass through and he begins to run. You run faster and faster, winding through trees. The dinosaur's body bends through them like a snake as you just ride atop. You duck under branches, jump over fallen trees, over streams and past lakes and fields. And as you do, you look out on the dinosaur world and you see herds of dinosaurs, triceratops, brontosauruses, 
You look up at the sky and you see a whole bunch of pterodons and pterodactyls flying around. And then you hear some sort of disturbance. All of the little birds and all of the little dinosaurs everywhere around you fly up into the air or run away in an opposite direction. The dinosaur you're riding seems to sense something too. It immediately turns around facing the other direction. You hear a loud wind-like sound coming towards you. And then you see it. A huge dragon flies down in front of you, landing on the ground and breaking the branches of all the trees around him as he falls. It's Bill, your friend Bill the Dragon. Hey Bill, I haven't seen you in a while, what are you up to? I heard you were here, and I came to ask for your help, Bill says. Really? What do you need help with, you ask? Mm, you better come with me, Bill says. Bill lowers his giant dragon head down towards the ground as close as he can get it. You climb off the velociraptor and give it a little pat. The raptor runs back towards the dinosaur base on its own. Since there's lots of food there and the dinosaurs seem to be really happy, you're pretty confident you'll make it just fine. You climb up on the neck of the dragon and hold on to two large scales that stick out almost like handles. Bill lifts his head up off the ground and begins running forward while flapping his giant wings. Bill jumps into the sky and immediately begins to float. He flaps his wings harder and harder, and you float up higher and higher and higher, until you're high above the dinosaur planet, looking down on all the herds of dinosaurs below. You fly over a large forest until you get to a mountain range that looks kind of familiar to you the dragon's homeland. Bill lands in the center of the dragon's homeland and puts his head down on the ground. You climb off of him and look back up at him. So, uh, what are we doing here anyways, Bill? Hmm, that's a good question, Bill says back. You see... We dragons have a very important stone, the dragon stone. Uh, okay, and what about it, you ask? Well, the dragon stone powers our existence. We believe it's what transformed normal dinosaurs into dragons in the first place. Legend has it that one day, many thousands of years ago, the stone fell from the sky and landed here on the dinosaur planet. Uh, okay. But still, I don't understand. Is something wrong with the stone? Exactly, Bill says. The stone has glowed for thousands of years. But now, the light is beginning to fade. And with it, we dragons feel our power fading too. But worse than all of that, we need the stone for more dragons to come to life. All dragons place their dragon eggs on the stone, and it allows them to hatch. But all of the eggs we've placed there for the last several months haven't hatched at all. We believe the stone has lost power. Follow me. Bill the dragon leads you into a large cave opening. You follow him through a long series of tunnels. 
until you come to a large opening in the cave. And at the center of the cave is a huge stone. The stone is surrounded by dragon eggs, and it seems to be glowing on and off, kind of like an irregular heartbeat. What can I do? You ask Bill. I was hoping you'd know, Bill says. Uh, Spaceship, can you come over here? You say into your earpiece. Understood, Spaceship says. After a very short period of time, Spaceship suddenly appears beside you, back in the size and shape of a little toy spaceship. Spaceship, you say, can you scan this stone and figure out where it came from or maybe how we could power it back up? Understood, Spaceship says. Spaceship flies over to the stone and shines a bright yellow light down on it. Analysis complete, Spaceship says. This stone originates in a distant star system. The energy signal I am receiving from it cannot be replicated by me. Well, do you have any idea of what we can do? The dragons need this stone to survive. That is a very good question. I could trace the stone back to its star system. Perhaps we could visit it and find another stone or an alternative answer, Spaceship suggests. I guess that's as good of an idea as any, you say. Um, Let's get going. There's no time to waste. Wait one second, Bill says. You're not going anywhere without me. Oh, right. Well, Spaceship, make sure you transform into something big enough for Bill here. Understood, Spaceship responds. You, Bill, and Spaceship exit the cave. Spaceship immediately starts to glow and it grows and grows and grows into a ship much larger than you're used to. It almost looks like a cargo vessel of some kind. The back hatch, which is also much bigger, big enough in fact for a dragon to fit on board, opens up. You and Bill climb on board. You notice that instead of entering into the normal part of the spaceship, you enter into a huge area, a dragon storage area or something like that. Spaceship seems to have created the section for everything a dragon might need. A dragon bed, dragon food, a gigantic dragon television? As you walk further through the area, you see a door at the other side. As you enter through the door, you find yourself in an area that looks like the traditional spaceship. Your normal living room, play area, bedroom, and uh, command center, of course. You climb into the command chair, and spaceship lifts up off the ground, points itself up towards the sky. You fly through the clouds and pierce through the atmosphere. Slowly, the dinosaur planet gets smaller and smaller behind you, and spaceship jumps to super hyperdrive. All of the stars that were little dots in the sky become streaks of light as you fly through the universe at incredible speed. You go back and hang out with Bill a little as the spaceship flies, but just as you sit down, you hear an alert. Alert, alert, we have arrived. Alert, alert. We have arrived. Uh, Show us, you say to Spaceship. Suddenly, the giant dragon TV turns on, displaying what Spaceship can see on the outside. You see an area of space that looks like a giant set of glowing meteors. There's one huge glowing meteor or planet or asteroid or something in the center. And around the outside are 
hundreds or maybe even thousands of little stones that are spinning around at an incredible speed. All of these stones seem to be the same composition as the stone on the dinosaur planet. I suggest we harvest one and bring it back. Uh, okay, that sounds pretty easy. Just grab a stone then, you say to Spaceship. There is one problem, Spaceship says. Of course there is, you say back. What's the problem, Spaceship? The stones seem to be guarded by some sort of giant electric eel creatures. Giant electric eel creatures? Spaceship displays one of the creatures on the display screen. You see thousands and thousands of what could really only be described as giant electric eels swimming through space. Each one seems to be charged with an amazing amount of electrical current. The eels seem to be powered by these stones as well, Spaceship explains. I believe they will be protective. <sighs> Fine. What do you suggest we do? You ask Spaceship and Bill. I will fight them, Bill says. You can't go out in space. You're a... Well, you're a dragon. Dragons can't survive in space, can they? I wouldn't know. I've never been to space. But I can handle anything, Bill says. No, you can't, Spaceship says back. Dragons would not be able to survive in the vacuum of space. That is without any space suit. Mm, says you, Bill says back. Yes, and I am an ultra-intelligent magical spacecraft. I know what I am talking about. However, lucky for you, I have designed a dragon space suit. Here, a little hand pops out of the side wall, holding what looks like a control collar of some kind. But the control collar looks a little different, a little more like your watch, the one that allows a spacesuit to fold out around it. You grab the collar and walk over to Bill. Well, are you ready, buddy? Hmm, Bill says. Fine. You lock the collar around Bill's neck, and then you press the button on the center of it. Soon, almost like flowing water, a protective armor encases the dinosaur, covering his neck, his head, his arms, his legs, his wings, his entire body. You've never seen a dinosaur encased entirely in a space suit or space armor, but it looks pretty cool. The armor's headpiece seems to have some sort of mechanism at the front of it. Uh, what's that on the front of the helmet, you ask Spaceship? The front of the helmet has been designed to allow both freeze and heat breath to pass through. Oh... Cool. So you can still do your dragony things. Excellent, Bill says. You look down at your own watch and you press the button on it as well. Just like Bill's, a spacesuit folds out around your entire body, covering you in some sort of space armor as well. You climb on top of Bill and Spaceship opens up the back hatch. You and Bill fly out the back of the ship. For some reason, even though there's no air, Bill seems to be able to thrust himself forward, which tells you the dragons don't only fly with their wings, there's some other force behind it. As you fly towards the rocks in the distance, the eels seem to realize you're there. 
Hundreds of them begin to fly in formation towards you, each one covered in a current of electrical energy. Don't worry, Bill says. I have an idea. You watch as Bill takes in a deep, deep breath, and then he shoots out a huge plume of ice breath. The ice immediately encases the eels at the front in a huge lair, and then he begins to spread it to the side, hitting the other eels and creating something that looks like an ice bridge curving towards the right. The eels who weren't hit by it directly in the first place seem to hit the huge sheet of ice and swim over towards the right-hand side. And just as that happens, Bill flies towards the left. He ducks under the bridge of ice, swoops up and grabs one of the flying stones out of the air. He loops up in a huge curve and twists around looking at all of the different eels below. Oh no, you say, more of them are coming towards the spaceship. You watch as the huge electric eels fly towards the ship. They begin circling around it, hitting it with their electricity. We need to stop them quick, Bill. I've got it covered, Bill says. Again, Bill takes in a long, deep breath, and then he shoots out a beam of fire. Strangely, the beam of fire splits into five different beams, each one shooting out and perfectly hitting one of the eels. When the eels feel the burn of the fire, they immediately squeal and run away from the ship. The back of the ship opens up once again and you and Bill fly aboard. Bill places the stone down in the ship, spaceship closes the back hatch, and then turns in the other direction, jumping to super hyperdrive as quickly as it can. You and Bill both take off your spacesuits for the flight back, and before you know it, you're there. Spaceship lands at the top of the mountain and opens up the back hatch again. Bill picks up the huge stone in his mouth and walks off the ship. You and Bill walk into the cave where the other dragon stone is sitting. Bill places the new stone beside the old one. And there's a sudden flash of light. The stones both begin to pulse very quickly until they light up entirely and consistently. All of the little dragon eggs that are around them begin to glow as well. Slowly little cracks begin to form in the eggs and little dragon heads begin to poke out. Before you know it, the entire cave is full of little baby dragons. A huge group of the adult grown dragons appear from the shadows. They all roar, shooting up a huge plume of fire into the air. All of the fire meets together above the stones, creating a huge circle that looks almost like a sun. As the sun ignites, the dragons walk over towards their new little ones. They pick them up by the scruff of the neck and take them in all sorts of different directions. Bill looks back at you. Thank you, he says. You have restored the dragon stone. No problem, you say to Bill. You walk back out of the cave and head directly back into spaceship. Your eyes are already feeling tired from the long day's work, so you head directly to your bedroom as spaceship lifts up off the ground and blasts out into space. You lay down in your comfortable bed and you pull the covers over top of yourself. The lights dim to just the right level and you allow your heavy eyelids to close. 
you begin to focus on your breath, noticing as your stomach rises and falls. And as it does, you let go of any tension in your body, noticing any tension in your legs and letting it go, then your arms and letting it go, your neck and your head, until slowly you allow yourself to drift off to dreams of new adventures and new things to come. Good night, everyone.